0: Baddies. Hi. Oh, there is my voice already. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the 20s. We have made it to 2020. I am so happy that the very first thing that I'm putting out into the world in 2020 is this podcast because this has been uh, the craziest year ever. And starting this podcast and getting to know all of you has been truly the highlight of my 2010s. You know, you've been seeing like all those retrospectives Can you do a retrospective for just 10 years? I mean, I guess so. So people have been like, oh, in, uh, you know, 2010, I was doing this. Listen, this is a numbers thing, so I'm already going to mess it up. Y'all know I'm not good with numbers. But like 2009 to 2019, 2010 to 2020, I'm like, how do y'all remember all that? I don't even remember exactly what happened in the last year. I just know it was like good for the most part. (laughs) So I don't even remember most of the 2010s, but be totally honest. Y'all know I don't have the best memory anyway. But for sure, starting Bad Witch and seeing this community grow and getting to know so many of you and talk to so many of you and just be in the presence of so many amazing, kind-hearted, beautiful, talented witches has been the highlight of my last year, if not my decade. And I am just so thrilled to be here with you starting another year. I'm so thrilled that you're coming back, hopefully. (laughs) I'm so thrilled that you're still telling your friends about it. I'm so thrilled that a lot of you are just kind of stumbling upon it and it's hitting you at the right time. I am just so happy I couldn't be doing something more worthy than starting 2020. Literally 12 o'clock on the dot where I am with all of you. So welcome to 2020. I can't wait to get through this year together. <laughs> um, I can't wait for our one year anniversary, which is coming up in... Okay, I'm y'all, I'm bad with numbers and I'm bad with dates. I literally don't ever know what day it is. I had it circled like, girl, you have to record because... <laughs> You are starting the new year. Like, do not mess this up. Do not be like, whoops, January 2nd. But I think the one year for Bad Witch is like January 11th or January 21st. I know some of you know it. I Like, y'all are on top of it way more than I ever am. But we are almost at our one year, which means we have had a year of homework and a year of crystals of the week and a year of topics we've covered and a year of knowing we deserve good. And so I'm just so happy to be here And I'm so happy to spend my New Year's Eve with you and the beginning of my new year with all of you. I couldn't ask for anything better. And honestly, I'm probably, you know, future Mickey, a few hours, well, not a few hours, like 12 hours from now, is probably just on the couch with a bottle of love and with my pup, (laughs) kissing her Happy New Year and going to sleep because that is what I do uh, when the clock strikes midnight. But... What I also always do for New Year's Eve is what we're going to do in today's episode. I want to keep this short and sweet. I want to come say hello for 2020. I want to celebrate with all of you in our special way and uh, not bombard you with anything because I think we're all going to be hungover on the first. (laughs) I think we will literally be hungover, right? A lot of us. Some people don't drink. I didn't drink for a long time. It's something I've just kind of started doing again. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this doesn't completely destroy my uh, stomach and my head anymore. So maybe 32 has turned over a new leaf for me. Because for a while, I would have like one sip of champagne and be like, oh, goodbye. Goodbye, world. I'm going to be sick for the rest of the day. So I have thankfully grown past that. Still can't have coffee, but you know, you win some, you lose some. But yeah, I think a lot of us will be hungover tomorrow. And not just like, oh, I drank too much. I was partying. I was kicking off this new decade. Is it the new decade? We don't have to debate it. Um, (laughs) I consider a new set of numbers a new decade, so we're going to go with that. But yeah, a lot of us are going to be physically hungover tomorrow. (laughs) A lot of us are going to be, well, honestly, as witches, I expect all of us to be emotionally and spiritually hungover, not just from New Year's Eve, but from the year, especially if you've been with this podcast for the year and you've been doing all of your homework and these, you know topics that we've been covering, you've been keeping up with everything the manifestation blocks. Like, yeah, that takes a lot out of you, compounded with the fact that a lot of us are past too. And so we have just been around people nonstop through the holidays. And that also takes a lot out of you. So if you are tired on New Year's Day, if you wake up and you're like, not this invigorated new form of yourself that's been birthed overnight, then that's totally normal. Usually New Year's Day, I feel like I'm very optimistic and i have a lot of energy for the things that i have set my mind to and the things that i'm wanting to manifest but i feel physically tired because not and not just cuz of the drinking but i feel physically tired because we literally have gone through so much to get to this place so that's totally normal and that's why for new year's eve i keep it light i know there are people that do gorgeous amazing full out rituals that are casting circles that meet with their coven out in the woods and at midnight. They're like just dancing naked under the moonlight. Do we have a, we have a new moon right now? Anyway. Um, but yeah, there's people that go all out and I commend them. Like you witches out there do that. You are good witches and I'm a bad witch. So this is all that I do. Literally just these two things. I do a reading for myself and I smudge. That's literally all the energy I have by the time I get to New Year's Eve. And It's just about clearing to welcome something in. I'm not even necessarily on New Year's Eve thinking I have to set every single intention I want for the year. I have to do every single manifestation I want for the year. I mean, of course, I keep them in my mind and I speak things aloud when I'm smudging. You know, I've talked about it in that episode. Oh, gosh, what episode was that? When in doubt, smudge it out. Do not ask me when I put it out. I have no idea. (laughs) I think it was pretty early on, though, maybe like February or March. You'll, You'll see it on the list if you haven't listened to it yet. But yeah, I speak things aloud, but it's not going to be like I'm not going to ritualize it so much. Although smudging in itself is a ritual, I'm I don't have this complete pack, practice where I, you know I have my candles out and I have to write everything in a certain order and I have to be make sure I'm facing a certain way and it has to be like the correspondences with the days of the week and I'm using you know all that stuff. I really just smudge around, I clear things out, and I welcome in the good and I ask for assistance from my ancestors. I've been real big on my ancestors lately. And that might be a upcoming episode where we talk about our ancestors and the Akashic, Akashic record. How can we talk about it when I can't pronounce it is the thing. <laughs> I'm going to learn. I Listen, many things are going to change for all of us in 2020. We're going to grow and we're going to have such a fantastic year. I, I feel it in my bones. 2020 is going to be so good. But one thing that isn't going to change is I'm still not going to know how to pronounce things. and I still will have a slight speech impediments, so, you know, just be with me. <laughs> but yeah, so I smudge, I just, you know, push out the bad, bring in the good. And I do a card reading for myself because it's not so much for me again, you know, not speaking for everyone in, in general, but for me, it's not so much about what I want to do with 2020 or with the incoming new year on new year's eve it's more of about me listening so i can be prepared for everything i'm going to do in that year does that make sense so i like to consult the goddesses and see what they have to say about what's coming up as opposed to me saying this is what's going to happen (laughs) i kind of like to think of it as spiritual research so i have an idea of what is even going to be realistically blah, 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 realistic for me in this year. Uh, and not, you know, it's been all of my time setting all of my intentions on, Oh, I want this and this and that for my career. And then turns out it's gonna be a really positive personal life year for me, you know, cause you can't necessarily have everything all at once and all in the same year and all at one time. I definitely find for myself that, um, I spike in certain areas at certain times. And this is a little bit more of my anxiety and fear speaking, but whenever one part start, starts doing really well, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like I said, other she's going to drop. I talked about it in the uh, Intuition episode, I think, like episode number two. But I'm always like, things are really great right now, so something's coming. But also, we have to obviously work to dispel that because we don't want our fear to compound itself and attract more fear and more things to be anxious about. So no matter what, we should be trying our very, very best to start 2020 with a positive outlook and a positive vibe. And I, y'all, I really do. I feel like it's going to be... Spectacular. Aside from the fact that us Americans have to sit through more campaigning because for some reason our election cycle is like two and a half years, which can we cut that down, please? Do we need to do this for so long? But other than that, other than having to sit through that and kind of having that in our media and constantly just, you know, try to be, if you're really sensitive again, if you're an empath, try to avoid that kind of media. Not to say don't pay attention to the election that we have coming up coming up in months and months and months and months, but to not let yourself get too deep and too obsessive about it because that can be really kind of violent for impasse and you're just taking in too much commotion and negativity and chaos. Um, But yeah, other than the world's longest election cycle for no reason, I think that 2020 is going to be spectacular. So that's why on New Year's Eve, I like to listen and I like to tune into the goddesses because you know they know better than I do. Even though I started a whole podcast where I explain things about witchcraft, I still think I can defer to the goddesses and the angels, and you know all other entities because they they know it's coming a little better than I do. So I like to, for once in my life, close my mouth, stop talking, and listen to what they have to say. So that is what I'm going to do for all of you. I um, you know, advise you to smudge if that works for you and that's part of your tradition. Well, not even advise you. I mean, I smudge. I think it helps a lot. I think it really sets the right tone. I like to do it really close to midnight. Well, as close as I can stay up. I like to do it at nighttime, basically. Um, And also that's just because I also feel like my magic is stronger at night. I don't, I'm just a night tuned person. I think that actually is kind of a witch thing. You um, early bird witches, I don't know how you do it. I admire you. I wish I was you. <laughs> but yeah, I just smudge at night. Um, and if you don't have anything you can smudge with, then, you know, we have that amazing recipe for Florida water. And I know you have some vodka on hand because it's the holidays. <laughs> so I would maybe make your own Florida water and use that and spray it into your corners. And again, just, you know, out with the old and with the new. That's Isn't that the perfect phrase for New Year's Eve anyway? Old eye. Is that what Old eye means? I don't know. I don't think that's actually what it means. <laughs> But you can make your own Florida water now. So this would be an amazing time to do it. And if you haven't done your homework over the past two weeks, because who has literally had the time, this would be the perfect time to do it. Um, is there anything else? Well, that's all I really do. Um, one thing I did do if this is a new thing that I've kind of gotten into, and this is just for people that also read cards. I have started leaving um a wand of selenite on my deck when I'm not using it because If you are a reader, I feel like this is the busiest time of year for you as well. The busiest times for me are right before Valentine's Day because, obviously, um, right before Halloween because that's when people that don't care about magic don't even really believe in it support it. Everyone's spooky, so everyone's like, oh, what if I just, you know, got like a little card reading and then New Year's Eve, right? Because everyone wants to know what's coming up for them in the next year. So yeah, I've been putting a wand, a slab you know, a pyramid of cell night, whatever form you have it in, if you do have it. And if you don't have it, I would suggest getting it because it's everything. It is, it is the be all end all. It is the O negative of crystals. Like it's universal, (laughs) but I've started putting it on my deck and I just let it cleanse, purify, and like recharge it when I'm not using them. Because I have noticed in this time period where I'm doing a ton of them, the cards aren't quite calibrated correctly. And I really have to Almost reconsecrate them at times because they've had so much energy flowing into them through other people. So that's just a card reading tip for me to you. But yeah, we're gonna do a three-card reading. This is my standard reading. Um oh speaking of readings, real quick, so a little bit of housekeeping. For Patreon, I have redone the um, I've redone the levels. So I have added in a $2 level, which is goddess card pull. So uh, for the month, I will pull your goddess card. I'll tell you which goddess is with you in particular that month and what her message is for you or their message, because I know some of the goddesses carry like a duality. Well, actually a lot of them too, or more than a duality actually. Anyway, um, so I added a $2 level and then the $25 level and the $50 level, which are Tiger's Eye and Lapis Lazuli. I have taken out bonus episodes just realistically after, uh, how long have we had the Patreon? After a year of doing the podcast and about 10, 9, 10 months of the Patreon, I just do not have enough time to do them and to put out as many as I'd like. It might be something I'm able to pick up in the future, but as of right now, I felt better taking them out instead of just promising them and then not delivering on them. So I'm replacing that with this full card reading, which was only available on level... Oh my gosh, which one? I think Citrine maybe. I can't remember all the levels off the top of my head. I just remember those three because I just worked on them. Um, so yeah, if you are at the 25 or the $50 level, you get full card readings now, 50 gets witchy mail, and you also get um, yes, no, deck pull. So I just swapped things around a little bit. <clears throat> I wish my voice would just cooperate for, you know, one episode out of 50, whatever number we're on now, that would be pretty tight. But no, it hasn't done it yet. So yeah, those are the changes to patreon and that is the new patreon level i added so that is two dollars it is the moonstone level and that's a level where you get your goddess card pulled and you also get a shout out on the show um i will do shout outs at the end because i already have my cards out and i'm already kind of feeling the groove they're like (laughs) they're so chatty (laughs) whenever i pull i don't know they they tell me what to do i don't tell them what to do obviously and once i had them out they were like don't pause don't like hurry up with your little speech about Patreon because we got stuff to say. So, and I'm going to do this kind of like how I did the, um, guide to knowing your goddesses series, which is a part one, part two, and part three, if you are new here, where, uh, we just learn our goddesses and we'll definitely be doing more of those because there's more than the 15 I did for sure. But yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about their background and then I will actually uh, give you the messages of the card. Wow, that was a really bad shuffle. <laughs> That was horrible. Okay. That was really bad. Okay, so I'm going to be quiet for a second so I can make sure I'm pulling the correct cards, and then we are going to pick up with our reading. Ooh, girl. Oh, okay, wow. (gasps) Okay, wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. All right, well, I'm going to tell y'all right now, Pele has already made an appearance on this podcast, uh, but she has come meaning business for all of us. And she literally has popped up, I think, two or three times. So which one of you is not listening to her? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You're not in trouble. It's not that you haven't been listening to her. It's just that she bears such an important message, and you cannot hear it enough. So I'm glad that she's showing up again. Okay, so Pele... I can't, y'all, I can't remember out of the um, the goddess episodes that I've already done which one she's in, but I did give more of her history about like her association with the Hawaiian Islands and just what an absolute beast of a goddess she is and how powerful she is. So if you go, oh I was going to say, if you go back and look at the descriptions, you would see which goddesses I did in those, but I don't think I put the goddess names because I'm a bad witch, but um, I will, I posted the goddesses by week in the facebook group so i'll go back and add the goddesses in and when i forget to do that which i will do because i forget what i say when i record someone remind me in the group <laughs> all right but i'm going to read her um, description from the oracle book that i have again just to refresh and revisit for the people that haven't heard or you know heard about her that time but they were like oh what was pele like i remember she was really cool but what was she all about so pele the hawaiian goddess of volcanoes pele's dynamic strength is sometimes misunderstood Hello. How much are strong, confident, independent, ambitious women misunderstood? Only constantly. (laughs) She shows us that fire can purify, release us from the old to make way for the new. (laughs) Y'all. Do you see how these cards work? Do you see why anytime, literally anytime I'm ever like doubting my own magic or I'm doubting myself as a witch or I'm doubting the witchcrafting at all because, you know, we're working with these forces that are unseen. We're working with, with this Magic, it's unseen, it, it's hard to believe in sometimes, especially when you're in certain places in your life. But then we do a New Year's Eve episode, and I keep saying, Out with the old, in with the new, out with the old, in with the new. Is that the thing for New Year's Eve? And then here comes Pele. <laughs> okay, so releases us from the old to make way for the new. Hmm, how about that? And ignite our passions without fire, nothing would change. Call upon Pele to help you get in touch with your true passion and to charge your motivations and excitement Pele will help you feel everything on a deeper level so be unafraid of taking action to manifest your heart's desires i mean i I just love her so much i love that she's shown up and i love that oh god i'm sorry i just really love that that just happens that i'm saying these words and then these words are reinforced you know, it's just magic is so amazing and being a witch is so amazing. Aren't we all so lucky that we happen to be witches? Okay, so um, I was kind of going over this in my head while I was reading it. Usually when I do a reading one-on-one, have I ever done one-on-two? I've had other people join in for readings where they're not necessarily a part of it. I don't really like to do that because I like to really focus in on one person's energy. So when that is happening... Um, You know, if anyone that reads out there, I know a ton of you read tarot and oracle cards. I am able to give more specific and personal messages, obviously, because we're talking about what you're going through. Um, I was kind of thinking I should do it like that. But what I think makes more sense now that I'm in the book is that I'm going to just read you the message in the book from Haley. I'm going to read you the meanings of the card. And then if she says anything else to me, I'll put it out there because it... It really might be a message for just one person or for a group of people that are experiencing, you know, similar things that she wants me to also say. Okay, so let me read that part first and I'll listen in to the goddesses, not y'all. <laughs> okay, so I will post these cards in the Facebook group too. Or if you're not in the Facebook group but you want to see the cards, uh, just email me or, you know, get me on Twitter and Instagram and I'll show them there as well. Okay, so I'm holding the card up like I always do to the computer camera, even though you can't see me at all. (laughs) It's Pele. And then the main message is divine passion. And then the message on the card is, be honest with yourself. What is your heart's true desire? Let's read. Message from Pele. If you listen to the sound of your heart and breath, you'll recognize the ancient rhythms of your own internal drumming. This forever connects you to the mother of all creation and to the sounds of the planet Earth. These rhythms can't be faked or forged. They're natural and eternal. What part of you are you trying to ignore? What part of you has been overly concerned with pleasing others? Hello. Pause. Think about it. Think about your priorities. Think about how you put other people above yourself. Think about how, and I, I'm i not trying to genderize this, um, but you know, Speaking as a woman, speaking as a cisgender woman in society, that we are naturally expected to put everyone's needs above ourselves, to take a back seat, while also being the nurturers and the caregivers and the providers in a lot of ways. And we're not supposed to take care of ourselves or ever make ourselves a priority because for some reason, you know, in in society, in like this binary society that we are supposed to adhere to women are supposed to carry the bread of everything and never complain and never put themselves first. And that's exactly what men are supposed to do. And when we want to put our priorities up first, it's selfish, but when men do it, it's brave and courageous and manly thing to do. I mean, you know, just marinate on that for a second. (laughs) Hi, that was my feminist rant. I'm sure there's more to come. Also voice, please work with me. Okay. I'm going to pick up with that line again. (laughs) What part of you has been overly concerned with pleasing others? to the detriment of hearing the sounds of your own rhythm. Dear child, reach out and extend your arms to embrace your dreams. They're just as much a part of nature as are the trees, animals, and sunsets. Oh, that's so important. And it's so beautiful. Your dreams are natural and they're occurring to you and for you for a reason. It's not something that you're just picking out of thin air. It's just this very intrinsic thing. But again, sometimes, Just even being in this society, we're told that our dreams are ridiculous or we'll never achieve them and we need to aim lower and settle for something else. You don't need to do that. Listen to me. You deserve good. And by that, you know I mean you deserve everything that you want and everything that you can dream of. And that's when I had us do the manifestation box. Manifestation is such a weird sounding word when you say it too much. When I had us all do the manifestation box in October, that's why I was like, yo, ask for something big. Don't be you know, it in this moment. Don't be timid. Don't be afraid. Ask for that thing you really want and that you've always been told you can't have, or you don't deserve for some reason, because the things that we want and crave and the dreams that we have are natural. Thank you, Pele, for saying that. Don't your own dreams deserve the same respect that you accord everyone and everything that you love? Listen to them, my child. Listen to your dreams. They'll activate the powerful eruption of passion in your life. Don't be afraid of your own passion for it will propel you naturally and will excite and invigorate you. When you dance to the rhythms of your life, you are truly alive in all ways. Yes, girl. That's it. I love Bailey. I love her so much. Okay. So that is the the message that comes with her card. Sorry for all the coughing. You know, my voice literally never cooperates. Okay. So the various meanings of her card, make sure your career matches your true interests this is such a good card for the start of the year. I just can't get over it. Take a class or start a hobby that really excites you. Change jobs. Okay. I was about to say (laughs) one of my friend's names because I know she's going through this, but I'm not going to put all her business out there, but you know who you are. And I'm sure it's more than one of you for sure. Um, Go on a wonderful trip. January is a great time to start planning because depending on where you want to, hi, travel blogger side for a second, depending on where you want to go, prices are going to really start dropping as soon as we get out of this true winter period and the holidays are over. So you better Expedia.com it up. They're not paying me. Don't worry. I I wish they were. (laughs) Invest time and money in manifesting your dreams. This is really important, especially when I'm giving readings to people, especially people that are in situations where they have a spouse or they're in a committed relationship or they have children. They don't feel like They can take the time and the money for themselves, but you really do have to pay into what you want for it. And not to say you have to make like a million dollar investment or even a thousand dollar investment, but you do have to feed in a little to get a lot back. You know, like (laughs) my friend Donald always says, you got to play to win. (laughs) When we go we we go to the casino a lot, we were in like our early twenties or mid twenties and just cut up. But uh, yeah, he's always like, you got to play to win. So yeah, that's it. You got to put time in. You got to put money in. You have to give it a real effort. And sometimes that means, you know, taking a risk with that little rainy day fun. Not all of it. Not, don't, don't put all of it. But if your dreams really are important to you, and they are because they're your dreams, and again, they are a natural part of who you are and your actual being, then it's okay to invest in it, not just with time, not just with passion, but monetarily as well. Now, don't go bankrupt. Don't spend all your money. Don't take your partner's credit card and be like, Mickey told me to do this. (laughs) But you know, this podcast cost me money to run. But it's worth it. You know, it's worth it. My blog and my Instagram cost me a lot of money to run. But because of the money I've put in, I have gotten, you know, money back. Now, did I ever tell y'all about the thing that I, I know I've alluded to a bunch of times, the thing that I started in 20... 2016, maybe just a god-awful year, right? Where I basically did a line of goddess mugs. Cause I was like very into the that's when I first started getting really into the goddesses. And um a former friend of mine designed mugs for me and I was selling them. And the very short version of this is that she really screwed me over, and I lost maybe three to $4,000 on that, which I didn't have to lose at the time because I was living in LA and it was very expensive. And I'm no longer friends with that person just because the process of going through that and seeing how she really screwed me over and she left me hanging because of, and I was getting screwed over because of mistakes she made. I did release that friendship, but overall I see, I see it as a, Good thing that happened, even though when I took the hit, I was mad. (laughs) I was mad for a very long time. I was like, I could have done this and this and this with that money. But I see it as a good thing that happened because had the goddess mugs thing not happened, then Bad Witch wouldn't have happened. And so if I made a three, four thousand dollar investment into Bad Witch, you know, in totality, then it was worth it. Because look at all of you and look at all of you that I get to have this relationship with and look at what an amazing community this has become. So sometimes when you take money risks, does it not work out? Absolutely. But sometimes when you put a little money in and you put that time in and you're saying I am I am manifesting and making the conscious decision and setting the intention of putting this Effort into this thing that really matters for me you be, You'll you be so amazed by the outcome of that But also, you know, don't spend all your money because times are hard out here. Okay <laughs> so The next step obviously from that is give yourself permission to go for it you know a lot of people on, this is supposed to be a short episode I'm going on so many tangents but this is literally what happens when I do these readings it just you know they it just starts coming to me so many people are waiting for the perfect time to start something but there is no perfect time or they're waiting for like the it, for something to be perfected before it started but just started and perfected along the way do you think the first episode of bad witch is good I hope you do I don't want to go back and listen to it because I'd probably be like oh my god bitch what are you talking about <laughs> So what are you saying? Why are you rambling so much? (laughs) Hopefully I've gotten the rambling down to a shout by now. I mean, I'm rambling right now, so not really. But yeah, give yourself permission to go for it. And I know this is kind of a special time to say that because it's it's November 1st. Wow, it's January 1st, it's the new year. So actually the first is the perfect quote unquote time to start anything, but you don't have to wait until the first of the next month or the first of the next week. If you decide at 10:29 p.m. on a Thursday night that you're going to launch your passion project and really start working on it, then that's a perfect time for you. It is not that there is a perfect time. It's not that there is a perfect project. It's just what is perfect for you. So do the thing. I want you all to do the thing. And remember, if you do want to start a podcast, I am happy to help you do that as well. Okay. Um, start a new business, <laughs> speaking of. Uh, make an honest assessment of how you spend your time. And I'm going to um, expand upon that as well and say, put yourself first. It's okay to put yourself first. Um, we don't have to live these sacrificial lives. And especially, I'm going to speak again as a sistered woman. We are, you know, just as all women in the way that society kind of puts things on us. We don't have to put our children and husbands and parents that we're maybe taking care of and family we may have taken in or friends that we may have taken in first it is okay to have a first place that is equal I like to think of it as like the rank of best friends. like I don't have one best friend I have like five best friends because best friend is a rank not a person so it's okay to rank yourself high in your priorities it doesn't mean anything else has to suffer but it definitely does mean that you shouldn't be suffering because of your priorities and the last one is list your priorities <laughs> so here we All right, let me listen and see if Payla has anything else. She's really just emphasizing the word passion, and she's showing me lava flowing, as in, like, there's no time like the present. That's what she's saying. There's no time like the present, and that flow isn't dangerous. It's just clearing. It's just letting new things grow, and it's letting new things come in. Yeah, she keeps saying present, present, present. So uh, I mean, I'm just saying being January 1st, maybe this is the present that you've been waiting for to get those dreams going. Okay. So our second card is Mary Magdalene, who I have such a soft spot for. Um, this is not Mother Mary, the Virgin Mary. This is a whole other Mary who who has she had to deal with some slander over time, but I love her. I even love the name Magdalene. I always kind of talk to her as Mary Mag. That's what I've heard her name said as in, like, my family, what we say Mary Mag. I just adore her. I adore her so much that I call her by a nickname, kind of. <laughs> and talk about someone that has had to deal with a false reputation because of her woman, because of being a woman and being a status. And I'm having, like, very vague memories of the Da Vinci Code right now. And I, I know there was some controversial stuff in there about Mary Magdalene, I'm pretty certain I can't speak to any of that, but what I do know is, and we're going to read about her about in just a second, we're going to read about her about, we're going to read her about in just a second, is that I believe that a lot of the slander that has come along with Mary Magdalene's story is based on the fact that she was really important in that time. She was important in the story of the Bible, she was important in the story of Jesus, and uh, misogynists don't like that, and we live in a patriarchal society, and feminist rant, feminist rant, (laughs) but... I think she's amazing, and honestly, when I first got this deck, I was so pleased to see her in here, because, you know, I talked about before, you don't have to necessarily have a religious affiliation to work with a goddess. You don't have to have any religious affiliation to work with a goddess. That's not necessarily what it's all about, and I love seeing her in here because she does have a bad reputation amongst a lot of circles, and she is kind of this woman of ill repute, you know, like witches, and, (laughs) oh, you know what? Sidebar: I meant to go on a whole tangent this week about how Yoda and Baby Yoda is a witch, but I'll save it for another time. <laughs> but the Force, come on. Anyway, okay, I'm just obsessed with Baby Yoda, and I have a pop socket Baby Yoda on my phone because it's taken me to a new level. But back to Mary Mag. Um, yeah, you know, she is a woman that has just received so much slander throughout history, and Witches are groups of women and men, of course, who have received slander throughout history, and it's not because we are bad people; it's because bad things have been projected onto us, and because we are feared, because we are powerful and magical, and because of what we're capable of doing. Same thing with my girl Mary Mag. I really love her a lot, and I don't think she would have been present for so many things, you know. And of course, you don't, you don't have to believe in Jesus or the Bible or any of that, but as someone who grew up Catholic and someone who does believe in God, um, and you know, souls of witch, I think that it shows how important and powerful she was, that she was around for so many epic things. Let's see what I mean in a second. Don't worry, I'm not going to read scripture. (laughs) So this is just about Mary Magdalene. Although the gospel never specifically calls Mary Magdalene a prostitute or a sinner or a sex worker, um, she's been called one by misogynists. Oh, has she? Mary Magdalene nonetheless overlooks these false judgments, is unconditionally forgiving, and has a beautifully sweet energy. Did I finish my other thought? Yeah, I did. I was just like, I was going on such a rant about her. But yeah, I was really pleased to see her in this deck because I do think that she deserves a lot more than the reputation that she's been slandered with. That's what I wanted to finish out with just in case I didn't say it. Um, her significant her significant role with Jesus as described in the gospels included includes her washing his feet, witnessing his death and being one of the first people to whom he appeared after his resurrection. Don't tell me this woman wasn't important. That was my side note. Controversies about other roles she may have played include Christ's bride, which I think is what the Da Vinci Code about. I haven't read it literally in like fifteen years; I can't remember. A temple priestess or a disciple. Um, what's that other word? The oh well, no. Okay, it's not important. I can't remember the other word. But basically, I I wonder if she would not even be considered a disciple, but that she, which is like a worshipper. But I wonder if she would even be considered like um oh my gosh, what's the right word? Not a prophet I can't think of it but basically like the apostle is, is apostle? I gotta I gotta go to church one of these days. But I wonder if she would have been seen more of like as an apostle as in having her own book of the Bible and having her own contributions in that way. I think she is held higher than that, but that's just my personal theory. Apostle, I can't remember. Uh, we know, like the book of John, the book of let me stop talking about this. I, this isn't religious theory, and also I do not know. Okay, um, so call upon her for help with forgiveness and opening your heart to more love. So, this is why I love that she showed up because she is all about love and forgiveness through love and forgiving yourself first so that you are able to forgive others. and that it all moves through love. It's not forgiveness through obligation. It's not forgiveness through guilt. It is all from a place of love. So this is a perfect card, again, to start the new year. And I'm so happy she showed herself. So Mary Magdalene, Mary Mag, as I like to call her. Y'all, can I tell you? What? It's not horrible, but a, um, it's a quip. So I have a cousin in my family. She's much older than me. So she's more around my mom's age. No, no shade to my mom for being older, that's cool but she's much older than me, but her name is Magdalene. And you'll find a lot, especially like South Louisiana, you'll find a lot of women named Mary Magdalene or uh, Magdalene. And the way that she would always introduce herself is, because, you know, Magdalene's not common, that common, I think. <laughs> so whenever she would introduce herself, she would say, oh, you know, that hoe in the Bible, that's me after Mary Magdalene, because she's had this reputation, of been purported to have been a sex worker, to been a woman of ill repute however people want to frame it nothing's wrong with being a sex worker, worker obviously I, I'm not going start on sex work but <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it but yeah she was like oh you know that hoe in the bible that's me because that's kind of the reputation that has been foisted upon her over time so yeah that's my tasteless cousin and the joke that she makes <laughs> thought you'd like that maybe so her meaning is unconditional love and the message on her card is love yourself others in every situation no matter what the outward appearance may be so this is her message i'm not what most people think yet to defend myself would be to sink to a lower level than i feel comfortable with i am one with the divine just as you are and it is here that i choose to reside the lower levels of human bickering judgment and chaos are just that lower levels oh that's a drag if i've ever heard one y'all i gotta stop being i feel like she's personally dragging me and being like girl stop being so petty in 2020 <laughs> I choose to do my work from the level of the higher consciousness, where love reigns supreme. It's here where the most good can be done, and I urge you to do the same. Where you dwell is, un- is consciousness. Where you dwell in consciousness is where you truly dwell. I know I've talked about this in other episodes. I am like obsessed with the concept of dwelling because I think people get too bogged down in certain things and the more you dwell, the more it does feed upon itself and you really can't get out of that spot. So you do want to dwell on positivity and light as opposed to negativity and just like fe- when I think of dwelling in negativity, I think of it as like festering, which, you know, isn't always the best thing. So focus your thoughts on the good things that you can find in people and rise above all appearances otherwise. God, that's such a good reminder, especially to start off a new year, to start off with a new attitude, to treat people better, to treat yourself better, better above all I love Mary Mag, I do. Okay, so meanings of the card. Don't worry what others think or say. Don't, don't. I, I've i been telling people this a lot lately because I feel like it's been coming up a lot lately. Um, what other people think or say about you is their business, it's not your business. If it doesn't pay your bills, if it doesn't, you know, is it, a part to your fundamental happiness, if it doesn't have anything to do with keeping your kids safe or keeping your loved ones safe, it's not your business. How they feel is their business. And it can eat away at them and bother them, but it's certainly not your business. So do not worry about it. Heal the situation with love. Overall, it's just a good reminder. Love is a universal healer. If you can't even you can't heal another person with love, but you can heal a situation with another person with love. Even if that means you're just expressing love yourself and not letting yourself dwell again in the darkness or the negativity that may have come out of the situation love is universal. Send love to those who have hurt or misjudged you. That might be one of the hardest, um, instructions in this book (laughs) because it's really, it's really easy to hate. It's really easy to dislike. It's really easy to not forgive. And it is so hard to love and it is so hard to forgive people, especially when they've hurt you or done something to you. But the thing that I'm trying to even learn and understand myself is that we have to, Understand that when we're sending love out to other people that have hurt us, it is about our healing and our journey and not theirs. You know, us holding on to not forgiving something, someone, just like I said, what someone thinks about you is not your business, Is not, yeah, it's not your business, it's their business. Me not forgiving someone and hating them every day of my life is my business. It's not their business. It's not stopping them. It's not affecting them. It's not making them unhappy. So why am I holding on to that and making myself unhappy? You know what I mean? But it is hard because just being petty is so much fun, but we got to be loving. That's, that's what we're moving forward with from now on. This is the most important message I think of her card. Forgive yourself for what you think you've done or not done. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself. This is another thing when this card comes up in readings, I always tell people like if no one seriously got hurt, no one died, then you know, what transgression can't be forgiven? You have to forgive yourself. You can't just live in the space of like, I'm a bad person. I did a bad thing. Are there bad people in the world? Absolutely. Are there people in the world that do bad things and should not forgive themselves? Absolutely. But guess what? Those people probably don't even think about forgiveness. They're just like doing what they want because they don't feel guilt. They don't feel shame. They don't, they don't feel anything, but like, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm doing what makes me happy. You're not, none of us are like that or we wouldn't feel the guilt and the shame that comes along with when we make mistakes or when we do something bad or, you know, quote unquote bad. Or when we disappoint ourselves and when we disappoint others. So, you know, forgive yourself. It's okay. You did something, you have atoned for it, hopefully, and you can forgive yourself. And that's the thing too. I feel like a lot of the time, we will offer an atonement to someone else. We will say, I'm sorry, we will apologize, but then we never forgive ourselves. So if the other person's forgiving you, and even if they haven't because someone doesn't owe you their forgiveness just because you have apologized for something, but if they have forgiven you, why can't you forgive yourself? Forgive yourself. I'm giving you permission to forgive yourself. Mary Mag, our girl who has gone through so much and she's still reading it from a place of love. She gives you permission to forgive yourself. So please do, please don't go into 2020 being your own worst enemy and thinking the worst thoughts of yourself because like we have to prioritize ourselves. We also have to be our own biggest cheerleaders and hold ourselves up because honestly, who else is going to do it? You know? You got to be your biggest cheerleader. You have to believe in yourself the most. And you have to know that you're a good person and you deserve good, even if you're a bad witch, which we are. (laughs) Um, And the last one is release old unforgiveness towards others to help yourself heal and move on. Just let it all go. I mean, again, I know not everyone that listens to this, or probably the majority of people that listen to this are religious at all. Totally fine. Like, you know, we only have, I only have a few times where I talk about mine, but my mom always says, let go and let God. I know a lot of people say that. And that's how I feel about it. You don't have to say let go and let God, but you know, like let go and let universe, let the universe handle it. Let go and let nature, let nature handle it. So many things aren't our business and we just hold on to them because that's how our brains are wired and that's how humans are. You know, we are such emotional creatures. And especially as impasse, we have to be really careful about that too. But yeah, forgive other people. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself first though. That's really important. Because it's about you. <laughs> Making this is a very self-centered, uh, episode, but it is, it's about us. And it's about what we're going to do with our 2020. So thank you, Mary Mag. And thank you, Paley. Cause I don't think I said thank you, but let's go on to our last part. Y'all this episode, I swear. I was like, I'm just going to do 20 minutes. Short and sweet. I'm the biggest liar. <laughs> when it comes to this podcast link and me lying every week being like, okay, we're just going to do an hour. I can't get myself together. Okay. So finally, this is why I was just, uh, What's the right word? Not sobbing. What's when you're laughing really hard? I wasn't chuckling. I don't know. I was cracking up. That's it. When this last card came out, because you know, my love journey I've been on, (laughs) simple card that is the third and last in our reading for the new year is Guinevere, who I do not think has come up yet either. Wait, did she? I can't remember. Y'all know these episodes better than I do. Oh, can I also say, whenever I get like a message from someone and they're like, yeah, you know, you didn't put out a new episode this week. So I've just been listening to old ones. I always go back and listen to the old ones. I'm like, that is the highest compliment. That is the highest compliment to me because the only podcasts I go back and listen to episodes of are the ones that I love the most. And I like love the host and I love what they're talking about. I could just listen to them drone on and on, which is all I do. So uh, if you go back and listen to old episodes, thank you so much. And thank you for telling me that the people that have shared that, because it really (laughs) means so much to me. It's like, Truly, truly an honor. I think Guinevere did come up. Okay, but we're going to revisit her anyway for the new people or the people that I just want a little refresher. Um, But my girl, her card meeting is true love. We're going to circle back to this in a second. So about Guinevere. The Celtic triple goddess has ancient roots preceding Arthurian times when she was known as, oh, we did do this because I couldn't pronounce any of the words. <laughs> Guinevere. That's my Celtic. Don't drag me. In her original form her name meant white one or white phantom and she was a powerful goddess invoked by both for, for both fertility and as a bridge to take the dead to the afterlife plane during the times of avalon glastonbury and king arthur she became guinevere to become king arthur had to merge with or marry when celtic again wow, they use the celtic name so many times the goddess who ruled over the land and so guinefar became the astonishingly beautiful guinevere the queen bride of the new King Arthur. Legend holds that her heart really belonged to Arthur's cousin, Lancelot, however. Today, she helps us ensure that we enter into partnership with one true love, and she is she assists in keeping that love alive. So I've been on my love journey, right? I lit my love candle, I accidentally snuffed it out. <laughs> I lit my soulmate candle. I'm still waiting. I don't know where they are, but we're going to see... Oh, January 21st, right? That's St. Agnes Day. So if you've been here since the very beginning, you know what I'm talking about, but I am going to talk about it that week as well. And I'm going to do it, you know, single people out there do it with, actually, everyone do it with me. Just, you know, make sure you're with the right person. (laughs) But, so I've had my love journey, but I also think it's really funny because I posted on Facebook yesterday, just on my personal feed, like, it's not too late to not enter a new time period, a new decade. Still not sure if it's a new decade or not. Might start with 2021. But anyway, uh, you don't have to bring that person that you don't want to be with into the 20s. You you are one decision away from having the life that you are meant to have and to have the life that you desire, you know? And just because you chose someone at one time doesn't mean that you have to choose them forever. People change. We grow, we go through cycles. You're not necessarily meant to be with one person your entire life. You know, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. It's different for everyone. But I just think it's really funny that she comes out and I was like, Hey, don't forget to dump him before 2020 gets here. Love her. Okay, and I really, I really do love this card. It makes me feel so good every time she comes out. And she, I'm, I'll tell you after what she's saying. But um, here, so her card says true love. And then that's the top heading. And then the message on the card is, the romantic stirrings of your heart have propelled the universe to deliver great love to you. Oh girl, I don't know if I'm ready for all that. Okay, so her message. Romance is not an outmoded concept, far from it. Romance is the time-honored perception Percept? I've never, I don't think, of the million times I've read this, I don't think I've ever come over that word before. All right. This uh, is the time-oddered percept of merging with the divine as it manifests within another human being. Romance is also playfulness, which heralds springtime, flowers, and new life. You need to be in a partnership to evoke romance, however, that's so important. You can be a romantic being without having, like, romantic love in your life. There are many, many, many forms of love in this world. Um, You can manifest it. For yourself, through laughter, surrounding yourself with beauty, and indulging in luxuri- luxurious treats. Treat yourself 100%. That's what the New Year's for. Romance is the life force of the universe and is a worthwhile goal indeed. So I really love the way that, you know, one of your presidents loves love to us and the way that she talks about it because we do get so bogged down in this notion of romantic love. I have to have a partner. I, I'm not complete. Baby, you're complete. Okay, no one has ever come out into this world and completed another person. We are not two halves of a locket, no matter how we romanticize that. You are a complete person by yourself. You do not need to be completed by someone else. Okay, I get really worked up about that, obviously, (laughs) but it's true. Don't think that you're lacking in life. Don't think that you're not a whole person. Don't think you're not complete. Don't think you're missing something because you don't have a romantic partner. You're not. You're just simply not. That's not how it works. Love is so much deeper than just being in a romantic relationship with another person. And to be honest, I know a lot of people that are in romantic relationships that are miserable, but they'd rather be miserable in a couple than happy alone or even miserable alone. But misery, being single misery in a couple ain't that different. You know what I mean? But love is this, it's this deep thing that you really recognize in other people. And it's also love for yourself and the love of the surroundings that you're in and seeing things that are beautiful and that please you visually and that stimulate you. Love is just this all-accessing thing. And I think that's when I was lighting my love candles and that, you know, sharing it with you. I kept saying, I don't think I necessarily, or I don't know necessarily if I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I know that I want to be surrounded by love. And that is like one of yours, a really good reminder of, you don't have to be in love to be surrounded by love. You don't have to be in a partnership to be surrounded by love. Again, you're a complete person. You are capable of love all on your own. You're capable of romance all on your own. I romance myself all the time. I'm going to go buy a bottle of champagne after, to, after I'm done recording and romance myself all night. Wait, does that sound like I'm going to do something to myself? <laughs> no, you know, I'm just going to treat myself. I'm going to have champagne. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to eat my favorite snackies and I'm going to smudge and talk to my cards and embrace this new year and that's that to me is love and that is, you know, romance in itself because I'm surrounded by these loving goddesses. I am treating myself in a special way and I I believe that I have love within myself. I don't need to get it from an outside source. None of you do. Is it nice to have it from an outside source? Absolutely. Being loved and adored is like one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> I love being adored. I love being loved, but you don't have to get love from an outside source. It's Uh, You know, I not and not to trivialize it because I do think being in in a relationship is great, I think it's a wonderful thing, and I think when it happens for you, if it happens for you, that's wonderful as long as you know there's nothing nefarious about it. But I do think we need to stop looking at it as the be all end all of romantic love and of this concept of romance and stop setting it as a goal and stop thinking that you're not killing it in life because you're single or that you can't be single because then you'll never experience romance. I experience romance all the time. I told y'all I'm about to go buy a $50 champagne for (laughs) myself. You know, and my parents got me this beautiful diamond bracelet for Christmas. And so, yeah, I'm feeling all kinds of love right now. I'm feeling very romantic and chic. And tonight when I put on my nightgown and my fake fur coat and my diamond bracelet, I'm going to feel so romantic and luxurious and jazz. And I'm going to do it by myself. But, you know, you never know what the new year is bringing. And I, I really do hope for all of us it just brings love, love for ourselves, love in our partnerships, a renewed sense of love and kind of like a vitality with it and a freshness because a st- staleness in a relationship, I will be honest, is when I start to jump ship. I'm like, oh, I'm bored. And I'm uh, sorry, Patrick, if you ever hear this, but I remember my last boyfriend, I had a conversation with like my closest friends and I was like, are y'all bored? like, is this what being in a relationship is? Cause it was my first relationship where it wasn't just like chaotic mess. And I was like, you know, it's just like, cool. It's cool. Um, but I'm like pretty bored uh, a lot of the time. Like, is it just comfortable? And they were like, yeah, that's, you know, it's not always exciting. It's just, you know, you get comfortable and you get into a rhythm. And I was like, Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) So (laughs) that's when I send a jump ship. I don't know if you have the same reaction. You're probably a little less extreme than I am, but yeah, I do hope that there's like a renewed sense of, freshness and love and vitality in your love life. But anyway, speaking about that, let's get into our various names of our card. This is also why I pull this card. When I pull this card, it kind of scares me. Your soulmate relationship has arrived or is arriving arriving soon. I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm not ready. I know I let that candle, but I'm not ready. Uh, There is renewed passion in existing relationships. You're a very romantic person and I just wanted a whole spiel about romance. So make sure that you're indulging in all of your romantic sides and make sure your romantic needs are being met by your partner. But if you are single, make sure your romantic needs are being met by yourself. Um, And then the next, I'm so, I'm so used to working with this cards, I just repeat the same things they say. Your romantic needs aren't being met and you must take steps to alleviate this. So, Oh, and the thing she was telling me earlier is she's just, Been saying to me because I pulled her yesterday too. She just is saying, like, fresh, 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 it's time to let in fresh air. So I think she is trying to pull and push away staleness. So in relationships, she's trying to remove that. But also, I think for us single people out there, all us single ladies, uh uh oh, she is wanting us to get out of our like happiness with being single a little bit. And not to say again that you have to be in a relationship or you have to be pursuing that if that's a goal in any way. But just that it's okay to let love into your life. And so I can kind of get – this is what I, I think the message is for me. I'll be honest. I think that she's telling me that I have to let in some fresh air. And that means let in people. And, like, just be open to speaking to people and talking to people and seeing what's out there and being available. Instead of being like, nah, I really like being single. Like, that's it. Because maybe, just like everything else that's ever happened in my life, the universe has something planned for me that's so much better than what I can plan for myself. And they're trying to lead me there kind of tugging me by my hair at this point to be like girl listen just listen won't you <laughs> and letting me know that what they have planned for me is something even greater than what i can conceive of because that's how literally everything else has worked out so yeah she's saying light in front she's showing me a lot of like flowers blowing in the wind so you know just kind of like fertility and new love blooming and just this kind of gentleness of the breeze coming in and changing things up whether that's bringing love into your life just individually or into couples so Guinevere's great and Palin's great and Mary Mags is great and I'm so glad that they showed up for this now almost hour-long episode that was supposed to be 20 minutes. I really had the audacity to say that this is going to be a short and sweet episode in the Facebook post I made about it. Wow. But yes, thank you Palin. Thank you Mary Mag. Thank you Guinevere. I'm going to post them in the group so you can all see them. Oh, if you... Never mind, this comes out on the first. I was like, oh wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I get so excited when I talk to y'all. I lose all like sense of everything in my life what else is new i wanted to pull an angel card while we were all here um so this is my yes no deck which uh if you're on patreon and you actually remember to get your readings don't forget to message me when you're ready for your readings by the way um this is the deck i use to answer short answer questions so you know uh should i change jobs uh should i uh get into this new relationship stuff like that but they also have cards that just represent kind of like big picture ideals as well just you know, letting you know what's coming into your life. So I wanted to pull one of these to see what comes up. So I am shuffling. This deck isn't as broken in as my goddesses because I got it like, whoa, that was a bad shuffle. Because I got it like two years later. That was a bad shuffle. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's not as broken in because they're not as flexible. And so every time I shuffle, I'm like, dang, I missed. Damn, I did it again. Okay. Come on, easy. That was a little, you hear how stiff they are? That was a little better. So yeah, let's see what card comes up. All right, I think this is another great message for New Year's. It is ask for help. Ask for help from others. Another great message for my fellow ladies out there, we don't have to take on everything ourselves. We don't have to be everything all the time to everyone because then we won't have any energy energy left for ourselves. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to uh, need assistance. I am pretty bad about this. I love doing things for myself, partly because I am a control freak and I have to be in control of things all the time. But I also, I'm the kind of person that's always been very independent, so I get a lot of pride for doing things for myself and not having to ask for help. But think about like the time and the stress and the patience. Time and stress you would have saved and the patience you would have gained just reaching out to someone. So I'll give you the meaning of the card from the book. It's not necessary to do everything on your own. Your angels are asking you to reach out to those around you for assistance. By allowing others to lend a hand, you greatly increase your chances of success and your plans will begin to move forward. The help you receive may also include important information provided by knowledgeable individuals. The stress of doing too much can create both physical and emotional health challenges for you. Surround yourself with loving friends and family who are willing and able to lighten your load and you'll begin to feel much better. I think that's a perfect note to this on. So you can ask me for help. You can ask, obviously, our other witches in the coven for help. Ask your friends and family for help. Ask your kids for help. Ask your significant other for help. You don't have to do all this by yourself. And, you know, if we are going to be chasing our dreams, like Paley is commanding us to do, you're going to have to lighten the load on yourself a little bit. So it's okay to do that. And I want you to do that because asking other for others for help is absolutely a form of self-care. And I think it's one we ignore, you know? it's easy to go get a facial and go get a massage and go get a pedicure and eat a box of chocolates and drink a a glass of wine and be like, I'm doing self-care. But forgiving ourselves to self-care and loving ourselves to self-care, giving love to others to self-care, asking others for help, self-care, pursuing your dreams. That's not self-care. It's going to stress you the hell out. Trust me as someone who's done it like three major times now. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Angel. But those are forms of self-care that we need to practice, not just like these ones that ne- that just feel really good, but ones that help us be our best selves. So that is it for this episode. Happy New Year, y'all. I love you all so much. Uh, I can't believe I said this is going to be a short episode. I just never stopped lying about <laughs> the life this. Uh I'm going to pull up Patreon real quick so we can do our shout out. Someone literally just signed up. Um, I, so I don't get the full new list until the 1st and I'm doing this on the 31st. So if I did miss you, I'm so sorry. I will absolutely see you next week. But, um, yeah, let me pull it up and we'll do our shout outs and then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because I wanted to keep this under an hour. <sighs> Should we do a crystal? All right, let's do one crystal. Okay, we're going to do our <laughs> Patreon shout outs to crystal. This is going to be an over an hour. I just need to walk in my truth and accept it. Okay, so a very special New Year's thank you to, y'all actually just like deleted the list. <laughs> to pull back up. I'm such a mess. Two. Cassandra, Sasha, Adam, Brandy, Celine, Bryn, Kelly, Cara, Brett, Amber, Alicia, Elizabeth, Ashley, Teresa, Emily, Noling, Alexis, Brie, Erin, Crystal, Heidi, Carla, Shannon, Katrina, Aurora, Lena, Maya, Jennifer, Ashley, Victoria, Vanessa, Maria, and Amanda. And then our new patrons, wait, did I get everyone? Okay, yeah, I think I did. Okay, and our new patrons, Sam, Adrienne, is that how you pronounce it? Let me know. That's such a pretty name. And also Cala. Oh, I love the name Kala so much. That's so pretty. And Megan, I think you're one of our new ones for December. Okay, I think I got everyone. If I didn't, I will have the new list as of tomorrow. So next week, I will not miss you. Um, and if I do miss you next week for some reason, be like, girl, uh, I paid my dollar. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I will be sure to add you in. All right. But thank you, y'all, so much. Truly. Like, especially after all the holidays, we've all spent our money. So I appreciate, you know, the continued support and the love, and the merch you bought, and the pictures you posted, and I hope you like had your bad witch mugs on Christmas day, and your family was like, what's that all about, (laughs) and wearing your hoodies now that it's cold, it just means so much to me, y'all are the best, and y'all are the reason this happens, and I love you, I love you, and I'm wishing you all such a happy new year, which speaking of, let's do our crystal real quick, and then we'll just do a little bit of business, and we'll be done, till next week. I think I mentioned in the one of the Double Double uh, episodes that I have gotten to the point where I can't remember if I'm repeating crystals or not because <laughs> uh, we're on crystal like 50 by now. But I don't think we've done this one. If we have, it's just another refresher. And if we haven't, good. So I was thinking about crystals that are good for new beginnings, right? Out with the old and with the new. And the one that I decided to do this week is Amazonite, which I don't think we've done because I feel like that's the first time I've ever said that word out loud. <laughs> No, I'm always like reading crystal names. And so when I do butcher them, I'm like, it's fine. I know how to spell it and say, and see when I see it, I can recognize it. But when you say them out loud, sometimes Amazonite, that doesn't sound like a right word or just me saying it doesn't sound right, but here we are. (laughs) So it is this really beautiful, like turquoise, seafoam green. I think it airs more on the side of green than blue, but it's this really pretty kind of like watery colored stone. And it's a great stone for the new year. And it really kind of taps into all the things we were talking about with the card reading because it is great for good luck with like new financial ventures, new businesses, with any kind of success that you're hoping to manifest for yourself, especially career-oriented success. Um, It also is really good with helping people overcome loneliness. And you know, that's like something I don't think I said, but you know, you can be lonely in a relationship as you can be lonely single. And so even in a relationship, if you deal with loneliness... Amazon night might be great for you. If your partner deals with loneliness and feelings of, you know, not being quite attended to all the time, just because of where you are in the relationship or what's going on in your lives, Amazon night would be a great gift for them. It also uh, specifically is supposed to make married life just happier overall. So, hey, Guinevere, (laughs) here's the stone you might need if you are trying to bring some of that freshness and happiness back into a relationship that you just had for a long time. You know, it's not always going to be as exciting as the first three to six months. It's also really good with helping um, communicating your true thoughts and feelings. So that goes back to Pele, you know, being honest with yourself, making an assessment of how you're spending your time, thinking about your priorities, really acknowledging what those rhythms are that you're ignoring, really acknowledging what your goals are, really acknowledging what your dreams are. And so it helps you communicate clearly and thoughtfully. Not just with other people, but also with yourself. Because that conversation really does have to start with yourself, you know? Someone else can't come into your life and say, this is what your dream is and this is what you should do, you know? It's up to us to decide that and figure it out. It also helps with overall health. It's a healing stone, so it helps with the physical health, but also the emotional health of the self. (laughs) Health of the self. (laughs) It's also really great to help with bolstering your self-esteem for women. um, And really just reduces tendencies to... Neglect yourself in favor of other people. Hmm. Kind of like what Pele said, right? <laughs> it it helps you have the confidence and have the self-esteem to say, I deserve to chase my dreams and I deserve to put myself forward. Just as much as I put everything else in my life to the forefront, you know, or just like everything else around me is being pushed up. Why can't I get that kind of support as well? And really, you know, chasing your dreams does come from a place of confidence. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's incredibly hard to put yourself out there. But you got to do it, baby. (laughs) It's uh, aligned with the heart and the throat chakra. And that's why it helps with the clear communication. And that's why it helps with matters of the heart. And that's why it bolsters your self-love and your self-confidence for yourself. And that's why it makes you communicate clearly with everyone, including yourself. And so it's just a great card to go with. I mean, a great card. A great stone to go with the cards that showed themselves today because, you know, we are focused on love. We're focused on uh, success. We're focused on new ventures. We're focused on health. And Amazon night is, is an amazing crystal for each one of those things. And so I just thought it'd be the perfect one to kick off our new year with our new year. I'm just so excited about it. Okay. Baddies. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have listened to this episode. I don't know if you can't even like take noise and giggling because you, you know, Win as hard as I'm about to, but I love you all so much. I am so happy to be starting this new, <laughs> I'm so happy to be starting this new year with you. I'm so happy for the last year we've had together, and I hope you are all safe. Please be safe tonight. Please make good decisions. I want all my baddies to come into 2020 with the whole coven. i um, speaking of so for the Facebook group, the answer is the craft flubber blubber. If you've been around, you know why. <laughs> um, uh, the podcast at gmail.com for emails. I May have someone coming on to help me with the emails going forward because I uh there's just a lot of stuff going on. Not bad stuff, just a lot of stuff. But um, you know, keep them coming and I will try to get to them as soon as I can. Uh what else do we have? Oh, pay Ooh. Wow, Patreon. <laughs> I've been in the South too long. <sighs> just a couple more weeks. Uh Patreon.com slash badwitch, and you can check out these new levels I added and the edits that I made. And then um, Teespring for all of your Bad Witch merch needs. I'm going to try to put up some new merch soon. Just who has the time? Not, none of us. None of us. But 2020 is going to be so amazing. And you know what? If you don't have time to do anything else, if you're really partying tonight, if you're really just not in the mood to do anything, I just really want you to take a second to concentrate on our favorite mantra around here and say it out loud and say it with meaning. Say it with your whole heart. Hold your Amazonite while you do. I deserve good. You deserve good. I deserve good. We are bad witches, but we 100% deserve good. And that's all I want for all of us in 2020 is the good that we deserve. Okay. I love you all. Please stay safe tonight. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Okay. Blessed be my loves, and goodbye.